The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi guys, my name is Sarah Nicole and I am the host of the Papaya Podcast, where each week we dish out some sweetness mixed in with some seeds of wisdom all through candid conversations in a very real and tangible way. I want everyone to know that they're not alone and that we share in these experiences called life. And sometimes when we get to know somebody else's story, it changes ours a little bit as well. So I want you to tune in with us on Mondays, subscribe, rate and review it and keep these conversations going with us. You can tune in behind the scenes at the Papaya Podcast and the birds with Fire on Instagram as well. Can't wait to see you next week. Hey, it's Mariana and welcome back to the Life with Mariana podcast. In this episode, I have Remy Bader. So I have followed Remy on TikTok since quarantine. I used to sit on my phone, I would see her videos and they brought me so much joy and I love her energy and she was just entertaining me and Then I got to meet her in real life in Los Angeles post-quarantine. And since then, she has been doing so many amazing things with her career. Most recently, she did a collection with Revolve. It sold out yesterday. It's incredible. She really pushed them on the sizes. So she did an initial launch from extra extra small to 4X. It was on Revolve.com. She's got a second drop coming soon. And then she's also working with Victoria's Secret Pink as a brand ambassador and size consultant. So if you go into the stores across the U.S., you'll see her beautiful picture in the window. And I'm so excited for her and what she's doing with her career. So if you guys want to hear from Remy, keep listening. But before we get into the episode, I have to tell you about our brand new Summer Fridays launch. It is our sheer skin tint. So we are officially in the no makeup, makeup, hybrid skincare meets makeup business, and it's available now. So our sheer skin tint, it really is a skincare serum with a sheer tint to it. So it's so beautiful. It's got tiger grass to help with redness, hyaluronic acid, glycerin, squalane. So it's really a skincare first product. It's vegan and cruelty free. And it's also non-comedogenic, meaning we formulate it without ingredients that might clog your pores. So it really is a great skincare product that has like a makeup-y kind of benefit to it. So the way I like to wear this is during the day for like a no makeup makeup look. It gives me just enough coverage to feel good in my skin uh, without feeling like I'm wearing some heavy on my face. If I want it to be a little bit more coverage for evening, uh, it's buildable so I can add a little bit more or I'll mix it with a drop of foundation. It is available now at summerfridays.com and at sephora.com. It's coming soon to stores. You can find all the information on our site with each of the shades and the undertones. And if you guys have any questions, just let us know. And as soon as it's available in Sephora stores, you can go in person and swatch it for yourself so you know your exact shade match. So it's available now and I hope you guys love it so much. Now let's hear from Remy. So what was your career before you started creating content on TikTok? So TikTok was actually not a plan for me whatsoever. Before I got into all of this, I right out of college worked at Bravo TV. I was on the PR team. I worked there for like a year. And then after that went into music and I was working at Tidal, which is Jay-Z's music streaming service. And there I was doing like partnership marketing. I got let go in July when COVID started. So like over a year ago now. And I was super upset about that. I actually was furloughed at first. They told me like I was 100% going to go back. And clearly no one knew that this was going to go on as long as it did, meaning the pandemic. So I am someone that needs to be busy at all times. I did not know what to do with myself. I did within that last year gain a decent amount of weight. And my dad's in the fashion industry and he brought up to me like, why don't you think about looking into plus or curve modeling? Where maybe like months before that, I would be offended by him saying something like that. But at that point, I was just like, you know what? Why don't I just go for it and look at it as more of a positive thing? And I signed with one agency after sending my name to about and like measurements and photos to about like 10 in New York City. 
And that's how I got into that. But there just wasn't a lot of like jobs happening for a new model in COVID. So then I was like, okay, still not doing anything, still need to do more. It's actually really funny because I reached out to a bunch of different influencers in New York City. I'm like friends with now, which is super crazy. And like reached out to be like, I'll literally work for you for free. Like, I just want to work. That never happened. And then I found myself come across on TikTok one day, like the curvy fashion side of TikTok. And I was like, should I just do this to fill my time for fun and like teach myself how to edit and like just create videos, not knowing or thinking it would go anywhere or anyone would see it. And it wasn't until like the fourth video I made that was like celebrity lookalike in a size, you know, Haley Bieber in a size 16. And I would recreate the outfit. No one really cared about those. And then once I did my fifth video, which was just like a really like random one that was again, realistic to me because I got a huge package of clothes. None of it fit me. Everything looked insane. I was laughing at myself. I basically sent it to all my friends. I was like, I'm going to make a TikTok out of this. And that's the video that blew up at the time that kind of started everything for me. So really that was a very long story, but it's kind of just like how it's crazy because I really thought I was going to go forever doing like marketing PR and just work up that way. And now I'm doing something very, very different. Wow. Okay. So this video goes viral. And then are you like, oh my God, what do I do? Or I think what I see a lot of times on TikTok now is one person's video goes viral and then they like don't really post and you kind of forget about them. But that's not what you did. When people are saying it doesn't matter about the likes and the views on your Instagram, on your TikTok, like it kind of does at the same time. Because for me, I was just started from nothing where no one was seeing what I was doing. And I'm putting in so much time and effort to this and editing, taught myself how to edit. So when all these people finally saw the videos and saw what I was doing and actually liked it, like it's such an exciting feeling. I'm like, wow, this is really cool. People think I'm funny. People think I'm interesting. Like I'm going to keep going with this. And then it just started. I made one after another, which was like very similar to that original video. And those just kept getting more and more views. And like, it was just such an exciting feeling. You know, I sent it at the time to a bunch of my friends. I'm like, can you guys like, like, like this. And like, I, I kind of, I didn't know it was going to get to where it was today, but I wanted more people to see it. And then it just took off. It didn't take off until I would say like more December, January, where I then really made it like, these are my realistic hauls back again with a realistic, whatever the brand was. And I made them funnier. I made them crazy and insane. And people just like loved them. And that's when they really started going viral. And I started getting more of a following. Okay. So I have two follow-up questions for that. One, you had never done this before. So how did you even figure out how to shoot and edit the video content? Oh my God. I remember I, (laughs) I didn't tell anyone. I actually like, I just felt like it needed to be like a very private thing for me if I was going to do it, just knowing it could be nothing. And I remember like going home to my family home and my sister walking by like, what are you doing? And I was like, nothing. I was literally took a stool from the kitchen took like a juice, big juice container and like the, a cup of food and like piled it on top of each other as my tripod. And I leaned my phone against it and I just started shooting myself. And at first I shot on TikTok. There's two different ways you can like shoot. You could shoot on the app or you can shoot like on your phone and edit it in an outside editing platform. And at first I was doing everything in TikTok and I kept deleting my own videos And I was getting so frustrated at how much effort I was putting into it. Like I I just was teaching myself, but then I just realized and found over time that for me, it was better to film the whole video of myself and my phone. And then I found an app that I just heard through TikTok was a good app called InShot. 
and I started editing it. And like growing up, I always loved iMovie on the computer and like editing videos of like my friends and stuff for fun. So it's super similar. And I just really taught myself. It's definitely like tough at first, but once you get the hang of it, now I can like do it with my eyes closed, basically. So moral of the story is you can go viral on TikTok and build a following with no equipment. (laughs) I like think everyone needs to know that like, Everyone thinks that it's like too late, I feel like, because now TikTok's such a thing and then you have the big creators, but that's like absolutely not true. Like you cannot know what the heck you're doing. I put this on TikTok because it was funny for my friends and said, oh, I'll just throw this video up. And that changed my life. And like anyone can do that. And I just think that the most important thing is kind of doing something that's like one you actually like to do, but one that's just like very authentic to you and not really. Because when I put up those first videos that were kind of like, I got inspired by other creators that did those celebrity lookalike videos. And that's what TikTok is. It's not like I was copying them. I was inspired by them. But like, that wasn't my own idea. And that didn't go anywhere. And I think when I came up with something that was just different and that I actually did because I wanted to do it, not because I was like, I hope this gets me famous or something. Like, it just, it it will go into its own thing. Like, think of like Emily Mariko or someone like that, who for people don't know, like just blew up on TikTok from like making this, dish and like doing ASMR and like she blew up right away like anyone can do it especially if you put your mind to it it definitely takes work it's not just like nothing you you gotta I don't know you gotta you gotta put your mind to it definitely and I feel like between her and one of the new like ones I see all the time which I think she did one about you is girl boss town which is like the PR oh my god I love it it's so genius she posted the other day like meeting with brands by day and like working as a waitress by night. And I'm like, soon she's not going to have to work as a waitress. She's for sure going to be like, no, she's consulting. Like, it's amazing. She has such good taste. And it's like, once you find your niche and I feel like she was trying to do like celebrity recaps before. And then she started doing this and it's so unique to her. It just takes a little bit, I think, to find your groove of like what's unique to you and what hits. So let's take a quick break to talk about fitness and how I'm currently adding it into my routine. So I just feel like it's that time of year when, well, it's kind of all year long, but my schedule is just really busy and I haven't been having time to go work out and do a longer workout or go somewhere. So I'm trying to just fit in any kind of movement into my daily routine. The best way for me to do this is to set up my clothes to work out in the morning, put out my yoga mat, and then just do some quick workout in the morning as soon as I wake up. And the way that I do this is with Obey Fitness. So if you guys don't know, Obey is an online fitness platform. They've got live and on-demand workout classes. They have 20 different class types. They've got Pilates, Sculpt, Yoga, Strength, and more. And you can use Obey on any device. So if you guys are doing outdoor classes or you're in the gym or at home or even when traveling, you can literally take it with you anywhere. So as part of my just overall wellness routine, it's just about moving my body. Sometimes it's for mobility and flexibility. Sometimes it's for my mind and like meditation or just 10 minutes of doing something super quick. So if you are like me and you have a busy schedule, they've got express 10 minute workouts. It's super spicy and easy to squeeze in at any time of day. Some of the other things that they offer on here that you might like are bar, bounce, dance, jump, power, yoga sculpt. There's even classes for kids and seniors. They make it really fun to show up for yourself, even if working out doesn't come easy to you. So if you want to join wherever you are in your fitness journey, you can jump right in with a free month of Obey. Just use code Mariana at Obey Fitness. That's O-B-E fitness.com to get started. Just use code Mariana. When you started uploading on TikTok, I know you kind of changed by like your fifth video and it was more you. Yeah. How did you get out of, which I don't think you're shy because of like, how did you get out of like being <laughs> shy and like 
really showing your personality because I feel like you posted an old video on your Instagram not that long ago. And you're like, oh my gosh, this is before I was like fully comfortable being myself. Yeah. I mean, it's, everyone asks me this question and I think like I've literally always been the most open book ever, you know, like I just like to talk to people and I like just sharing what I'm going through and I never was afraid to do that. So it's like almost so normal to me. I'm talking like I would be talking to my friends or family and I'm just recording myself. And like when I'm doing it, I'm not like, okay, millions of people might see this. I'm more just doing it as I was talking to someone I know. So it's like super weird because for me, I'm I'm never nervous. Like, yeah, the more vulnerable videos that I post about like maybe my mental health or things going on with like my eating disorder, like stuff like that is definitely a little bit more like, okay, are people going to like, what are people going to think of this? But I kind of just do it and go with it. Because for me, like you said too, like when you find something that's unique and if you find something, and then that's also goes with, if you're doing something that's authentic to yourself and being you, then that's all I need. Like people are either going to like it or hate it. But like, I literally got a following from being myself. And I think that's the best part of it all. Like, I don't have to like put on this character, like be anyone I'm not like every day that I record myself, I'm just me being me. Do you ever feel nervous? And I think a lot of like newer creators now kind of struggle with like, oh, my friends are going to think I'm weird for posting this. Mm -hmm. Or like, I think people ask me all the time, like, how do you get out of like the people closest to you judging you? Like you said, you're hiding at your house. No. Yeah. A hundred percent. So like, that is one thing I, in the beginning and now it's, it's like funny when you bring that back up, I remember actually that I guess to answer your question, I was more nervous at first because I blocked all of my guy friends on TikTok, like found no. like their TikTok. <laughs> yeah. All my best friends, like anyone that I knew, cause like, I've just like, grew up with like having a lot of guy friends and they would just like make fun of me in like a light, funny way. But like, I was like this content I'm about to post is just something that guys aren't really going to get some of them. And I just was a little like, oh, that's all I thought about. Like, I didn't care about anyone else, but it's like, you think of the people closest to you, like maybe my mom or dad too. And I'm like, well, what are they going to think about this? And yes, that I still, not with friends, but still sometimes when I talk about really personal things that maybe I didn't tell my mom or my dad or my sister, and then I'm sharing it online and they see it on my TikTok. And then they'll like reach out to me after like, Hey, like, are you okay? Type of thing. Like, yeah, it's a little, it's a little weird because I'm choosing to share it in such a public way. I think that it's way less weird for me thinking of like what the whole world thinks about me. And I care, I definitely care more about what people closer to me think, but as time goes on and as I see that people are loving me for me and think I'm funny and think I'm all these things, it's like, all right, you can't think about every other person and what they think because mostly I'm getting positive feedback and that's what's important, I guess. I know. I feel like for me, the hardest thing is like figuring out what to post on TikTok. I think because I'm so, I feel like I need to be less shy, but I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't even know how to like fully like show my personality or be myself on there. So I feel like I'm, I like for me personally, I'm just still trying to figure out like what the heck do I even post? Yeah, no, I know. And it, it is hard. Like, yes, for someone that like, I am again, speaking for myself, who's someone that's always had like a very big personality and been outgoing. So I think for someone that like, I feel like your content is, you've been doing it forever and it's been working for you on YouTube, on Instagram and TikTok is such a different platform. And it, and it doesn't need to be though. Like, I think it's just, it's hard. It, yeah, I, I agree it's with you. So it's hard. hard to figure out. It's hard because a lot of people have said this to me and they're like, what do you think I should post? And I'm like, I think one day you'll, it just clicks. And you'll find something that works. And when you find a video that people kind of gravitate towards, I think 
I just tell people to keep doing that content. Because for me, when I do other videos, like let's say speaking on, I don't know, just other things like, or if I'm doing ads or whatever it is on TikTok, they won't do as well. It's for me, the realistic calls are what people really follow me for because it's showing like every bit of my personality, I feel like in one, but it's also helping people at the same time with clothing and, you know, just helping them with insecurities. And I think like, those are just the videos that work for me. And that's why like, for me, I know, okay, if I want to keep going on TikTok, I have to keep doing those organic realistic calls. That's just like what I have to do. So the haul goes viral and then what? So how do you start turning this from doing this to like a hobby to (laughs) working with brands? Yeah, I started when I was at my like modeling agency at the time and it started getting bigger again like not everyone knew really like it was like some people were seeing it but some they didn't know and I kind of brought it up to them so they were helping me at first be like okay like let's try and get you some social deals that's not just modeling but it very quickly kind of it very quickly grew like uh, in a crazy because like I only posted a year ago like I said that that video went viral and now I'm at over 2 million followers. And, wow. and it's, it's been super amazing. I really quickly knew right away that I need to have some more help. So I actually, which is super funny, like I never had an agency or a manager, or anyone reach out to me. I literally went on LinkedIn. LinkedIn, I think should be, is everyone's best friend. That's how I've gotten like most of my jobs and internships. I literally reached out to like every single person I could find that worked at UTA because I saw UTA was repping different TikTokers. And I was like, I want to sign with them. And I reached out to them, which usually doesn't happen. Usually they reach out to you. And I just like finally got someone that answered me. They loved that I reached out and was like aggressive, but in not a crazy aggressive way. We ended up having a call. And I I think I was only at like 200K at that point. And I ended up signing with UTA, which was... I would say probably two, three months into that was when oh I decided, God. all right, I'm going to stop looking for a full-time job. And I think I'm just going to like ride this wave, which was super hard for me. Like my whole life, I had this like perfect plan of like being this like big PR girl and like entertainment or music. And like that all went away. And like, I've interned since 11th grade and like worked my ass off and all these other things. And now I'm just like, okay, I'm going to just kind of wing this. Like it really might not work out. And I just was like, all right, I'm going to do it. Yeah. Well, I love that. And I think that's so amazing because, well, two things. One, I did the same thing when I started, which was, oh my God, forever ago now. This is like in 2014. And I launched my blog and my site crashed. And I was like, okay, there's something here. So I reached out to like a blog manager, which I didn't even really know this was a thing at a time. It was like a handful of girls I knew, knew this agency. And I'm like, I literally just launched this. Like, I don't know if you would ever take me they looked at my stuff. They were like, you're brand new, but we see potential here. And they signed me mm-hmm. and same. It was Amazing. like by April of that year, I was able to do it full time, which I didn't even know it was possible. So if you are somebody, it doesn't matter if you've been doing it a little or a long time, reach out to agencies and you never know what person would say yes. Just like when you signed in, you know, you were reaching out to all those modeling agencies and like you reach yeah. out to 10 and all you need is one. Yes. And so 100%. don't let the fear of like maybe being rejected, hold you back. Cause it like really could change your life. And I also think for everyone too, I think it's not even like that the, the agencies or the people you like, like you said that it, it only takes one. It also takes like one person that believes in you. So like whether that's something, you know, a smaller agency, a bigger agency, whatever it is or whatever you're doing in your career. And it's like 
you want people that believe in you surrounding you because that only will boost everything for you and kind of like send you in the right direction. Because right now, all the people that I'm working with and I've been building up my team are people that have like actually been fans of mine and like really just like saw potential in what I was doing and now are growing with me. And like, that's super exciting. So I agree with what you said. Like it only takes one, just like it might just take one person that's on your side. One of the things that I love that really helps me stay organized with all of the things that I have to do is a physical written to-do list. I love to write things down. There is always a planner and notebook next to my desk. And there's something about like the physical satisfaction of like writing something down and checking it off that I love. And if you guys are like me and you love to be organized, let me tell you about Still. Still is organizational products that inspire women to be their best, most organized selves. They offer organizational products like planners, journals, notebooks, and accessories. And it really allows you to organize all the aspects of your life, including your business, home life, and of course, your social life. So if you are struggling with managing your time or keeping on top of your to-do list, Still has a solution for you. Their selection of daily and weekly planners that are not only thoughtfully designed, but also look really beautiful. This planner has been a huge part of helping me feel organized, focused, and productive. I recently did a solo podcast episode talking about things that I do to kind of like reset when I go away or just I feel like a little off with my goals and my schedule and like just everything at home. So they have a reset planner. So if you were listening to the episode, this planner would probably go with that. In this planner, they have a life audit. So you can do everything from your mental health, social health, professional. You can also just write in all the uh, intentions that you have for yourself. So whether it's a phrase or a problem or the intention and how you can fix or achieve it. They've also got a planner here that's called the work from home, which is great if you're somebody who works from home and just needs to keep all of your work organized and accountable. So if you are ready to get yourself organized, visit stillclassics.com. That's S-T-I-L classics.com and use code Mariana at checkout for 25% off your first purchase. And I know you had this like dream career path of like marketing PR and you've done something different, but it's definitely still related. So is there anything that you've learned from your previous jobs that you apply now? Yeah, I think that it's so beneficial to what I'm doing now, which makes me feel a lot better about that. Like I didn't just like throw away what I thought I was doing. You know, I'm, I learned so much. I think it's really cool that I was working behind the scenes with talent from working at Bravo to working at Title and seeing what the talent's doing and working on the business side of it. I think that there's just a lot that I've learned in those jobs that has just given me that business background, which actually has really helped me grow now being talent. I think that you know a lot of people maybe have started just in this like influencer creator space. And whether they're younger in high school or college or whatever, and didn't have a business background and that's fine. But I just feel like for me, it's super beneficial with just things that I'm going through. And I almost like, I like to be on top of my team. Sometimes I have to apologize. I'm like, sorry, I'm following up so much. Sorry. I'm like being on top of you about this, but it's literally like the assistant in me that needs to get things done. Yeah, definitely. Cause I feel like there's so much going on. Cause I feel like people see this end result of this video that they see on TikTok, but they don't realize how much work went into like this one minute video. And so you already said that you use your iPhone and InShot to film and edit, but like, what is your content creation process like? How often Mm -hmm. are you buying clothes? Like what gets you to like this realistic haul? Yeah. So when I do realistic hauls, I buy all of those clothes myself. I don't care how many clothes I'm being gifted from these brands or whatever it is. I want to buy those clothes because when I do an organic realistic haul, I don't want to be really working with the brand so I can have 
full. So people like truly believe what I'm saying, because I have done hauls and realistic hauls with brands, but just because it is an ad, it's really hard to get people to understand. I am being honest and I really always am, but like, I'm not there yet. So right now I, you know, will go out to those stores or order online. I think it's kind of fun when I go to the stores, which is exciting for me because I just used to be miserable, miserable, miserable about shopping and cry every day. And now it's like kind of fun for me. I go, I pick out a few different items. Like I would say five to seven for a realistic haul. And I like, will look at things and I never plan out what I'm doing, but I'll get these ideas that pop in my head when I see like a piece of clothing and start like thinking like, oh, that could be kind of funny. So maybe I'll think of one or two things and then just grab the rest. I do not try on the clothes until I am in front of the camera. So you guys are seeing the reaction of me seeing the clothes for the first time on my body. And yeah, I truly wing it. It's really fun to hear people's creative processes because I have like some friends in the space that like really script out their ideas. And I think that's amazing. Like, you know, really sit and take the time and script it out and they'll do it over and over until it feels right to them. And they turn out unreal. For me, I think I the best videos for me are just winging them and saying the crazy things I say in the moment and not planning them out. In advance. And when you're like singing, like it's so entertaining, <laughs> like the way that you do your videos, like I watch them all. I'm like so entertained by like your personality. And I feel like it gets me to like know you even better online. Okay. So you're doing the hauls. Okay. So wait, just adding something, mm-hmm. adding that I like, I'm really like such a weirdo, like I will like, I was just sitting in the shower before. Sometimes I just sit and I need to. And I literally will get the ideas a lot of the time in the shower. And again, it's not that it's planned out, but I just, like you just said, the songs. Like I started singing this like weird song and I was like, that's it. Like I I started laughing at myself. I was like, I got to put that in the video. So like, it'll be bits and pieces that I'm just like, oh my God, I got to throw this in. And like, it just gives me an idea that I like want to just, take it and go further with it. I love it. So you said that you don't script out the videos, but do you Mm -hmm. plan how many TikToks you film in a day or like how frequent you post? Okay. I need you to understand that just going off of that, how much you inspired me when I got lunch with you recently, because I am not, there's a difference between not planning anything and like, winging the videos I do, but like, I need to set a little bit more of a schedule because it is very chaotic for me. And no, to answer your question, I have zero plan. I kind of like wing everything. Like I have like three videos or four that I have to do today and it is 4 15 PM and I still haven't done them. So this is something I'm working on. I'm not kidding. I've told about four people already since I met with you, how I just was in awe at the way that you, and again, I know you said to me, like, you've been doing this for a while, but like, I just like, I need to get to a point where I'm more like, this is my job now. This is a full-time job. And like, I take it so seriously, but I, it's really hard. The one difference of working, how I thought I was always going to be working in corporate and have a boss, like I'm my own boss now. And it's really hard to get myself up and get myself to like, do these things I need to do when I don't have someone in my apartment telling me I need to. Yes. It's very, I I think it's like you you're like, Oh my gosh, I'm so excited for the freedom. But part of me, like, I really do need somebody holding me accountable to like get the stuff done. And so you have to motivate yourself. And sometimes it's hard when you're like at home and you're cozy or it's like cold or rainy. You just want to like do other things. And like a lot relies on you. And that leads me to my next question was like, what, what's some of the stuff that people don't see when it comes to being a creator? Like what are some of the work you're doing that goes on that people have no clue? Yeah. 
oh gosh, I hope I need people to understand the amount of like clothes I'm purchasing and clothes I'm getting. And I am in a small studio in New York city and I in no means want anyone to feel bad for me. Like I'm starting to donate more of my clothes and things like that. But like, it's like a mess kind of what goes into it. And I think that's because of the person I am. And again, needing to be more organized, but like every day I am sitting for like five hours, like opening boxes and getting these clothes and deciding, okay, this video is going to go here. And like, I am making a calendar for myself. And when I edit, when I film the videos, it might take an hour for like a realistic haul video. But if I'm doing five or six ads too, and then the end of the day, I'm literally editing all those videos by myself. And that takes hours in its own. And then I'm going and I'm posting it. Even when everyone's like, Remy, post links, like stop putting the labels of the names on there. We want like a link, like everything I'm doing, I'm doing for everyone else. Like I'm literally thinking like, what is going to be the easiest for them? So even posting on, you know, different platforms to make the links and doing all that. Like, I don't have anyone helping me with that. Like I was sitting here yesterday for hours and hours and hours actually doing one video. Because then again, when you're doing ads and working with a brand, there's like a lot of deliverables that go into it and a lot of like details and just, I mean, you know, but it's more, this is all new to me. I have no idea what I'm doing. I don't have someone in New York that's here helping me. And I'm kind of just going through it all on my own. Like I do feel like sometimes I'm like in my apartment all day alone talking to myself because I'm literally (laughs) making these videos all day and I am talking to myself, but there's so much more work that goes into it. And and it's, it's very time consuming. And then with my job specifically, I mean, people do see this part of it, but like my whole thing is being connected to my followers. And I really respond to a lot of people and people come to me about mental health, about eating disorders, about their insecurities, about their weight, all these things. And I want to be that person for them. So I take a lot up of my own mental space to be there for others, because I think that's the best part of everything I've been doing that I can actually help people. So it's been, it's been a lot for me just because I'm not in the best mental space. And then I want to be there for everyone else. And also this is a job. So I'm still just really trying to figure it all out. I was just putting together some mood boards for fall fashion. And I can't believe that I'm already thinking about what I want to wear this fall. I keep seeing TikToks come up of like, these things are what I want in my fall wardrobe. And denim keeps coming up over and over again. There's so many outfits that I just kind of created for myself. So let me tell you a little bit of like my own personal style vibes for fall. So one look that I really like is like a skinny denim with a little like ankle crop and ballet flats, which this is definitely one I want to wear. Another look I'm very into is a denim that's more fitted with like a cowboy rider boot and a white tee. I love this look. And then if it's a little bit cooler, you can layer a blazer on top or with a really fun like statement heel. And if you are shopping for some denim, definitely check out Macy's. They have so many different denim styles from curvy, straight fit, mom jeans, flare, baggy, and skinny. You guys can get all the denim inspo that you need at Macy's.com slash own your style. And if you need a little bit of help or pointers, you guys can pair up with a Macy's personal stylist. They'll help you put your whole look together either in store or from the comfort of your home. And best of all, it's totally free. So head over to Macy's.com slash personal stylist to book your appointment today. Again, that's Macy's.com slash personal stylist. So I'm going to tell you an outfit that I want to put together for this fall, all from Macy's. So starting with the jeans, it's a pair of skinny jeans that are slim fit from Citizens of Humanity. And I would just pair that with a simple white tee. There's one from Cotton On that's $19.99. To elevate this look from a pair of denim with a white tee, I would pair this with a blazer. I love this tan leather one from Ann Klein. And to finish the look, I would wear a pair of square toe boots. There's a brown pair on here from BCBG. You can get all these at Macy's.com. 
I think because the speed at which you grew, it was mm-hmm. like all of a sudden you had so much responsibility and like projects yeah. and things to film. And then it's like, we know because we had jobs before being an influencer, like you want to say yes to these projects and brands that you love, but then you still need to create organic content too, but then you don't want to turn down jobs. So it's such a, I feel like being an influencer, it's nice to have other creator friends because I feel like we all understand yes. what each other is going through because problems are they're sometimes just like hard to explain to other people. I know even me, like just saying that now I'm like, that might not even sound like a lot to other people. It's like, that is true. It's like, I don't know. Now I see it more because when I wasn't this influencer content creator, I would be like, Oh wait, I'm so jealous of that person. Like they just are living their freaking life. And I just like, people need to know it really is a full-time job in its own. And especially being someone that's new and starting out and I don't have a an assistant yet. And I haven't, you know, I don't have a full, full team around me. It's I'm growing and I'm working on it, but I'm also working on myself. So I'm, and, and again, my brand is me. Like, it's not like I have a brand. That's another brand. Like my brand is me. So it's like today was one of those days. I just really didn't want to get up today. And I really am a little bit mentally exhausted and my back's been out and I want to rest, but I have actual things that are due And I think one of the things that you do is in your realistic calls, you're not nervous or shy to critique brands Mm -hmm. and let them know when they could be doing something better. Do you get, or had you gotten nervous before? Like, Oh, I really want to work with this brand, but if I (laughs) see something bad about them, you might not want to work with me. So when this all started, I legitimately was like, I'm going to do this, I guess, and keep going with it. Once like one or two blew up. But I, in my mind, was like, so all these brands are going to hate me. Like, I never knew it would turn into these brands wanting to work with me. Like, that was a shock. So I think, yeah, once more brands, I think probably the first brands that reached out from the halls were like Free People and Abercrombie and definitely not Brandy Melville. But I had a few brands reach out, which was super exciting. So yes, that made me hesitant at a point to be like, for example, like I've always wanted to work with Good American. That was the first brand that I saw that was like trendy for a curvier girl and something that I like really wanted to buy those items. And I also am a fan of Chloe. So that was a brand too. I'm like, all right, how do I work my way into working with them, but also be honest at the same time? And then I always weigh it out and I'm like, my brand is being honest. And if I put something on my body that just really doesn't fit, I'll have to say that. So I think with brands like that, that I haven't worked now, I'm working with them and I have, but like when brands that I haven't worked with yet, I'm not bashing them, you know, like I'm being honest. And I think the best thing is these brands realizing that like, I love what you're doing because it's honest. Like when three people reached out to me, they literally would send me more clothes letting me do realistic calls and just be like, we want to send you some clothes. And like, they weren't like doing it that they were like, just don't make fun of us. Like they continued to like it because they liked the honesty. And if something doesn't look good on me, it might look good on someone else. It's still doing something for that company. So I think I'm still navigating that because I actually now doing more ads with different brands because I need to make money and trying to figure out, can I do more realistic calls with these brands? can we push doing this instead of a more ad type of ad where people are going to be like questioning me if it's actually realistic? Because I think the brands that really trust what I'm doing and know, I think the brands that trust what I'm doing and trust the realistic call are like the best brands I want to work with. Like knowing that like honesty is going to be the best for them and me. 
and one of those brands was Revolve. And I saw yes. when you went on your first Revolve trip, you've been on a few <laughs> now. When they invited you to go on a trip, were you like, oh my God, a Revolve trip? Because I feel like that's like such a huge goal. Oh for so my God. I thought it was a spam email, 100%. No. no, I literally remember like laying in my bed and I like ran, I was home at the time, like home, home. So I ran downstairs to my parents. I'm like, they like, I'm just confused. Like this can't be real. And then I sent it to like my agents and I was like, can you make sure that this is a real email? <laughs> like, I think I was just so surprised because yes, I've always seen those trips. And I was just like, that to me made it like, almost like, holy shit. Like, am I like an influencer now? Like, it was just so weird to me. And then also because like, which they know and everyone knows, I think that they're are definitely not a lot of plus size girls or curvy girls that have gone on their trips. So I felt like, okay, can I, you know, I was more thinking, can I do this? I actually didn't go on that first trip and waited to go on the second trip because I was at such an uncomfortable stage with my body. And I, I wish I, I don't need to like regret it, but I, I shouldn't have done that because to, you know, a lot of people reach out to me about Revolve and are like, why are you working with them? They're not super inclusive, all these things. I tell this to everyone, any brand that reaches out to me and I, they reached out to me because I made a realistic haul and I wasn't bashing them. I was saying like, I can't wear your clothes and it's super disappointing. And I made it funny and I joked around and they, they were like, we love this and we want to become more inclusive and we want, you know, you to help us with that. And we want to work with you kind of thing. And that's when they started inviting me on trips and any brand that is going to try and make a difference, I will work with. And I know some people don't like that because they're not there yet, but if they're trying and I could be someone to make that change or help them get there, then I do support that brand. So just an update here, Remy and I actually recorded this episode a while ago and she had so many new updates with her career and partnerships she was working on in her brand new line that just launched with Revolve. So I'm adding the updated part here and I'm so excited to share this part of her career journey with you. Okay. So I feel like you've got so many things going on now between Victoria's Secret and your Revolve collection and Revolve officially launched. So how do you feel now that it's out into the world? I am very excited. We did our first drop. So there was 15 pieces in the first drop and we're actually dropping another 16 pieces in September around fashion week. But yeah, it was really just crazy seeing people like actually buying and selling out these pieces that I created and designed with Revolve. And then we had my launch event too. So seeing everyone actually wear those clothes and on all different body types also was just an amazing feeling. So I love last night at your launch event, how I could see different pieces styled on different people from like Bridget being her size and then other people. So for this line specifically, tell me about the size range. Yes. So the size range is extra extra small to originally it was actually 3X and based on just feedback we got, we actually increased it to a 4X. So almost every piece is in a 4X, not everything. But yeah, this is different than the actual size chart, obviously, that Revolve had before. We changed a lot of the measurements. Again, really was trying to listen to consumer feedback there. We actually, even a few weeks ago, added an extra size in and now have an XL and a 0X just because more people wanted more measurements. So like the whole point of this is to get feedback from as many people as possible because it's the first time Revolve's doing something like this and extending sizing and also the same for me. And then yesterday, did you kind of see like what pieces were best selling and like going fastest and you're like, okay, I need to make more of this thing. Oh, a hundred percent. It's really interesting to watch actually two of the pieces I was going to drop 
just because I didn't love them personally, did the best. So it's really interesting to see now I'm, yeah, starting, I'm able to tell what people are looking for. And obviously for the next drop, those items are produced. I have a good feeling about it. I think they'll do well, but you know, if we ever do a collaboration together again and continue working together, this like information is also helpful to see. Yeah. And so what can we expect in the September drop? It's definitely a little bit less going out. The first launch was more like go out party with your friends, I would say. And this one, um, we have like some sweaters and blazers and it's really just (laughs) like, I feel like it's going to be great, like fall clothes that we can wear, like going into the next season, maybe like daytime. Yeah. I would say that this one's a little bit less night and going out. And this one's like a little bit more day as well and more casual clothes. Amazing. I can't wait to see it. So now that you've gone through your process, because I feel like I've been talking to you about this for like such a long time. Was there like a happiest moment for you? I've loved, honestly, every part of it because when I have these partnerships, like these are the ones that mean the most to me when they're so in depth and, you know, talking every day. And I think just the best part of working with Revolve was them actually, you know, wanting to take my feedback, knowing that they don't know this plus size space as well. But yeah, I would say the design process was obviously really fun. I've never done something like that before, but even just skipping all the way to the end of just, I think it coming to life and seeing everyone wearing and buying the pieces, like that kind of made it more real for me. Same. It's like my favorite thing to see, like once people and customers actually buy it and they're sharing it and like how much they love it. It's the best part of all of it. It's so rewarding. Okay. So So you were just talking about working with Revolve on this collection, but you're also working as consulting for Victoria's Secret. So tell me a little bit about this role that you're doing with them. And I love seeing you in the front of the store. It's so amazing. Thank you. Yeah. So I'm a brand ambassador and size consultant for Victoria's Secret Pink. So other than being a brand ambassador, where obviously I love the brand, I promote the brand. I think the best part is being the size consultant where I'm able to try on these clothes before it goes into production and really give my feedback and my insight. And this is too small. We need to make this bigger for the future. And they came to me saying that they wanted to expand their sizing. And this was something they wanted to do, but they wanted to do it the right way. So they reached out to me to help them. So again, I feel like that's my other of all different partnerships like Revolve and then Pink, a super in-depth, like really great partnership and relationship where I talk to them every single day, able to give my feedback. I've done a few shoots with them. And now, like you said, I'm all over the U.S. in like most malls where there are is a Victoria's Secret, I'm on the store now. So that's super crazy. But yeah, it's been really great working with them. And it's different than the Revolve partnership where I created a line with them. This is really helping them overall. How can they make their sizing better for the future? But it's been really enjoyable for me. Well, congratulations with everything that you're doing. I love all the content. Where can everybody follow you? TikTok, Instagram, and everything. You can follow me on TikTok and Instagram. It's the same handle at Remy Bader, R-E-M-I-B-A-D-E-R. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening and be sure to subscribe to my podcast and rate and review because it would mean so much to me and follow me on Instagram at Mariana underscore Hewitt to see what episodes are coming up next.